letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Wednesday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include updates on our oppressive heat, Mayor Jacob Fry with a controversial veto, and an update on some surging COVID-19 cases. But first, Governor Tim Walz is announcing the appointment of Justice Natalie Hudson as Chief Justice of the Minnesota Supreme Court this afternoon. The announcement came at a press release this morning. A formal announcement is this afternoon. Hudson will replace Chief Justice Lori Gilday, who's retiring in October. Walls will also appoint Carl Procaccini to serve as an associate justice. WCCO Radio political analyst Blois Olson says Procaccini was the governor's attorney through the pandemic. In fact, probably had his hands in all of the executive orders during COVID and the pandemic, uh, not to mention uh, some of the issues related to um, civil unrest, things like that. Justice Hudson was appointed to the court in 2015 by then-Governor Mark Dayton. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. Our heat yesterday and today is definitely on the extreme end for August. We'll begin that coverage at the State Fairgrounds, where there's a lot of work to do with the clock ticking toward Thursday morning's big opening. Ready? Yep, it's good over here. Workers here at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds are under pressure, not only from the sun and the humidity, but also timing to get ready for the great Minnesota get-together. Talk to Matt Raber. He is the owner of the Poutine Booth, where they're changing up the signs for this year. He says they're not only under the pressure of time, but also these extreme conditions are making it tough. It's rough on the crew, it's rough on us. Uh, we got cold water ready for them. We've got the air conditioner turned on so we can step in and take a break when we need to. Okay. But yeah, we're, we're running out of time. Bit of good news though, it actually looks like during the run of the fair, temperatures will be pretty nice. From the Minnesota State Fairgrounds, Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. These extreme summer temperatures are putting added strain on home air conditioning systems, making best practices for AC use more important than ever. John Marshall with XL Energy says regular maintenance and tactics at home can make all the difference when trying to stay cool. Do some uh, pretty logical things to keep your drapes uh, drawn during the hot hours of the day to keep the cooler temperatures in the room and ideally open the doors in the rest of your house to uh, increase the circulation throughout the house. And then again, for those HVAC units, make sure that the filters are changed, make sure that the compressor outside is clean from debris, and, and uh, really that's how you get the most efficient usage out of your air conditioner. Marshall says also make sure to move any rugs, curtains, and other obstructions that could be covering air vents. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. And with this dangerous heat, there are several cooling stations around the area where people can take refuge. A lot of people finding their way here to the Minneapolis Central Library on 3rd and Hennepin as it is one of the cooling locations provided by the county. Talked to one of the patrons just a bit ago and he said this heat, particularly the humidity, is really bearing down on him hard. It is like it's taking breath away, you know, can't breathe, you know, it's very humidity. Now, just so you know, the library is one of several cooling stations around the county. This one, though, the Minneapolis Library downtown, has what's called a vinyl revival room. You can actually go in and get an album and sit down with headphones and listen to your favorite jam in the cool. In Minneapolis, Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. In other news, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry has vetoed a measure passed by the city council last week 
that would have guaranteed rideshare drivers a number of protections in the city, including minimum wage. But a press release from Fry's office says he has secured a commitment from Uber that guarantees drivers en route to pick up a passenger in Minneapolis or actively transporting a passenger within Minneapolis city limits at least the Minneapolis minimum wage. It says Uber has also committed that no driver will make less than $5 for any trip in the Minneapolis metro area, no matter how short the trip. The ordinance's lead author, Councilmember Robin Wansley, calls Fry's veto an inexcusable betrayal of Minneapolis workers. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. The Hennepin County Attorney's Office has filed second-degree murder charges against the former boyfriend of a woman found dead in her Hopkins apartment last month. Authorities say 39-year-old Matthew Brenneman is now charged in the death of 33-year-old Danica Bergeson, who was found dead in her bed on July 7th. Brenneman had just been released from jail after pleading guilty to abusing Bergeson. The criminal complaint said he had also been drinking bleach and was taken to the hospital for treatment. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. A recent spike in COVID-19 cases isn't necessarily a good look at what's to come, according to infectious disease expert Dr. Michael Osterholm. Osterholm telling Chad Hartman yesterday on WCCO Radio. These are really, really much smaller numbers. Uh, which still is our important, uh, you know, our life is a life. But at the same time, I think that uh, we don't have evidence yet. We're seeing a, what I would call a surge of cases. And uh, we'll just have to wait and see over the course of the next few weeks to months with these new variants what that's going to mean. And Those surging COVID-19 cases may not be as concerning as once thought. We still have a lot of human immunity from previously being infected or being vaccinated. Uh, I would say the one message I hope we can get out here is, is that around September 15th, the new uh, by, uh, the booster dose is going to be uh, approved by FDA and CDC will come out the next day with recommendations for its use. Finally today, finding a new job is a little more of a challenge than it was a few years ago. National numbers from earlier this summer show hiring is cooling after the frenzy to fill all of the jobs left open due to the so-called great resignation. Mick Doherty with local staffing firm Dahl Consulting says the job market is a bit more balanced these days. Companies had to make quick decisions if they like someone offering them a job after that first interview. Well, now it's starting to shift a little bit more. This hiring process is taking a lot longer than it did in previous years. Companies are now starting to get a little bit pickier, wanting to have extra rounds of interviews, see extra candidates before they make that hiring decision. Doherty says the first half of 2023 had companies holding their breath over fears of a recession. But now, he says analysts are actually predicting job growth through the rest of the year. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.